Hi everyone, welcome to my podcast. This is me Abel and you're listening to The Turning Point. Last week we just uh, you know share until the point he is having an encounter with God in the wilderness. If you couldn't listen to it, you can go back and it's available in the uh, online. So shall we turn our bible to exodus chapter 3 verse 7 to 10 when the lord told him i have certainly seen the oppression of my people in egypt mm-hmm. i have heard their cries of distress because of their harsh slave drivers yes i am aware of their suffering so i have come down to rescue them from the power of the egyptians and lead them out of egypt into their own fertile and spacious land now the the funny thing is the entire nation israelites are crying and bible doesn't say that you know god didn't see they i heard they they cried they are crying to me it says like you know um they i heard their cries that means it's been like you know 400 years they are away from the lord they lost their capacity to cry out to the lord itself because now they lost the trust in god because it's been like a four three or four generation they haven't seen the hand of god now how do you cry out to somebody to you know expecting them to help you if they have in turn to your problem for more than a decade for than ages it takes somebody to trust extraordinary to cry out to somebody even if he is not responding that's why the enemy wanted to bring all the discouragement by showing what all the things you pray and didn't happen he will bring a, he will not bring all the you know that's why we are more more worried about the things which is not happened in our life than the celebrating what all things god has done in our life when we come to the lord in this week every week when we when we come to worship uh, what do we carry in our heart think about the goodness that god was you know showing all that week or are we coming with the brokenness or are we coming with the, the complaints these people stopped crying unto the lord because they lost the confidence in god because they haven't seen the hand of god for for many years they they don't have any they they, they didn't hear any kind of miracles in their life or in their father's life or in their forefathers life it's been 400 years of captivity it's not about the captivity it's about the mindset that the enemy is forming when you are under captivity because it was easy for god to take the israelites from the captivity of egypt all god wanted god wanted to do it only one night with one night of visitation in the egypt they got deliverance but it took 40 years still god could not change their heart 
Because that was so powerful, their inner man turned into the, cap, the slavery mindset. So now, it is not the, the, the enemy is not outside. God has to deal with the enemy inside of them. Do you understand what I'm saying? What I'm telling? So it took almost more than 40 years. God continuously speaking to them. His nearness was so close to them. He, sh- he performed a lot of miracles. Yet, whenever some problem comes, these people start murmuring to God. Because their, their belief system got corrupted. Because they're born into captivity. What they could imagine is the mindset of a slave. What they could develop in their habit is a habit of slaves. What the nutrients they got was the nutrients of the slaves. What their mama could teach them is the stories of slaves. What their father could show them is how to be a slave. So when, when they are even young, the seeds from their community planted into their heart as them as a slave. So it, it's not easy for them to change their mind because they haven't seen or they haven't experienced somebody living outside of that slavery. But still they are crying. And they don't know whom to cry because, you know, sometimes it, we also go through certain situations that we feel like, you know, God is given up. Still we cry. We cry, but not by faith. We cry because our, our heart is broken. The reason why our heart is broken is we still, you know, it's not because of the faith. We are, we are broken because we lose the faith. We come to God with the tears, not because of our faith and thankfulness. We come to God with a heart of, you know, fear and loss. Because we lost the faith. The, what the enemy wanted to attack you is not outside your heart. Because if he can take your faith out of your heart, he knows that he can play with your life. Do you understand what I mean to say? So these people are crying and one day God said, yeah, this cry, I can't ignore it. Because I'm remembering these people are my people. I can't ignore Abraham. I can't ignore Jacob. I can't ignore Isaac. Because though these people are in slavery, I still remember how Abraham walked with me. Uh, that's why when, you know, these people, I don't, when God asked Moses, go and tell, you know, the Pharaoh, tell, tell him that my people wanted to go and worship God. Because there is no worship now, only cry. Because in order to worship them, you need an altar. But if you wanted to worship, build an altar, you need to have a courage. Now you don't feel God in your life, then whom you wanted to build an altar? So there is no altar. There is no worship. So now, God said, um, 
tell the Pharaoh that my people wanted to worship me. It's been 400 years they haven't worshipped the Lord. Because they lost, they lost the trust in God. I don't know, I, I know that the, I'm, I'm speaking to some of you prophetically into the heart. Because the discouragement is a sign that you lost your trust in somebody. Because if I trust someone, I don't doubt. If I don't doubt, I don't need to be discouraged. If I have faith, I'm confident. If I have a faith, I'm not worried about it. If I have a faith, I, I, I act like it happened. I walk like it happened. I respond like it has already happened because I have the confidence in me. But if I don't have the confidence, you know, how I'm going to worship God? Because the question is not what, what is happening in my life. It is the question is, did God reject me really? So remember, every time when you go through, the, you go through a problem, the enemy is not after your problem. The enemy is wanted to create a mindset in you so that you start questioning goodness of the Lord. You start asking questions to God what the enemy is planting in your heart. That is what exactly the enemy wanted to do in your problem. So now, God said, they are crying. And I heard their cries. Now, why God did not came down and killed Pharaoh? It was, you know, as I said, when God said to, the Paul, to Paul, that, uh, you know, none of you are going to die in this journey, but the ship will go down. So I said, how God was speaking to Paul was, in the lost ship, Paul said, Last night, an angel of the Lord came and stood beside of me. And my question is like, what? Did angel came to you tonight, last night? He, say, he can say yes. But the question is, yet the ship is not restored. The ship is lost in the journey. Still the angel is present in that ship. So, remember, the external problems are not the proof of absence or presence of God in your life. Don't define your God with your external experiences. It's not that, you know, when, you, when everything is good, the God is good with you. If you go through a problem, God is bad with you. No, it's not like that. God doesn't have a mood disorder. Some of you are thinking like, you know, when you are depressed, God is depressed about you. When you are happy, God is so happy about you. It's not like God, you know, that's a kiddish mindset. You have to grow your understanding. When we are going through depression, we think, okay, God is so worried about me. He is punishing me. It's like, you know, God, God got up one day and thinking like, you know, oh, today my kid, like, you know, I, I'm, I'm not in a good mood to perform a miracle. I'm so, like, little depressed. Like, sometimes I, we will come to worship. I don't like to feel like to sing a song. Today I'm like, you know, a little tired. God is not like that. <laughs> Fix your mind with the, his heart. Update your understanding to the how God is functioning. He is, he is the same yesterday, today, and forever. 
then how can god respond to you in a bad way if he has responded to you in a good way yesterday if he was faithful to moses how he can be unfaithful to you tonight if he can do the miracle last night how about tonight if he was ready to listen to their cries thousands of years back what about tonight if he was ready to rescue them from the captivity what about tonight where did he lose his mind then i know it's sinking it's going very deeper because this word is going to deliver some of you because your heart is not going to move when you see the waves your God, your heart is not going to burn you when you go through the fire because when you see the fire outside you know that you know even that fire can do anything to me because i am i know who is standing with me i i wanted to encourage some of you fix your heart with god don't count god according to your ups and downs that means when you go through valley god is not going through valley he is still sitting as in the throne when the enemy take advantage of you don't believe that you know he is god is defeated he is still god that's why when david went to you know the fight with uh, goliath everybody the entire army thinking like the israelites everybody thinking like you know they are already defeated before the the fight do you understand it the the good the the really interesting part of the story is they 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 decided they are defeated before even they get into the fight but only one person had the courage said that you know i today tonight is my night I don't I don't care about the kings who said that I am you know gave up I don't I don't worry about the army that gave up but tonight is my night because I know what God can do tonight also I'm not coming from the the you know the reference I'm coming from a place that I encountered God in my wilderness I know if he can if he can give me victory last night he can do the same tonight also It's not about the Goliath, it's about God. It's not about your problem, it's about your God. It's not about I know what the situation you're going through, it's about God. Go with the revelation of God, not go with your the revelation of your problems. You some people are, you know, they are so 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 intelligent. They 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 investigate all the problem. and collect all the minute details and start worrying about it but take a time to investigate about your god search and find out because if you search if you search in god you will find your solution because there you know oh. you can't ask a, ask god a question that he doesn't he doesn't have the capacity to answer you get out of the lies of the enemy thank you lord so now god said so the, the interesting thing is the entire israelites are crying but god is appearing not appearing to them 
God is appearing to a man in the wilderness. That, that's something I can't understand. Because this entire Israelites are crying. Why, you know, the, the, the funny thing is they're crying while they're working. Because the problem with the slavery is you're not going to decide how much payment you want. Your boss is going to decide how much payment you need to get. It's not because there is a, there is a difference between what you're earning and what you're paid for. Because now they are deciding how much you need to get. And the funny thing is the other side of it, they are deciding how much time you need to work also. So they can't escape the job, yet they don't get enough. Still they, need, they are crying out to the Lord. And God said, I heard their cries. But God is not responding to them. God is responding to the Moses in the wilderness. My question is, when he went to the mount of uh, the the mountain of God, he didn't know that that was the time of God. Though it looks like you know accidentally happened, God said, "Now you come." That now is not a now from the earth. That now is the now from heaven. Did you understand it? When you synchronize the, your time and God's time, that is where the changes are going to happen. Because when, you know, the problem with that now is when we think now God will move in my life. Now God will do something miracle in my life. Now we decided now. But when God decided now is the time. Oh. Then you have to wait for the history. Oh, let me tell you once again, if God decided now is the time, then you have to wait for the history because if he decided something, who is going to change his mind? Who is going to stop his hand? Who is going to, you know, tell him, no, God, wait for some more time? No, if he decided, that's a decision. Oh, if he decided that now is the time, that's over. I, I sense that the heavenly time is going to encounter with the, the, the earthly time in some of your life. If he says this is not your time, it's not your time because even the enemy can't do anything because he hasn't said that it is not your, he, he said it's not your time. Oh, I don't know, it's, you know, this word is going to create certain impact in, in those who are going to listen later also. Now, now is the time. Now is the time. I wanted, I, I don't know, I'm releasing that word. Now is the time. You're not listening simply this. Take that word. Now is the time. That's what I said. There is something special because if God said that now is the time, that is a special day. If God said today is the day, then... That it doesn't matter how many years that you spend in your wilderness. It doesn't matter how many years that you've gone through your failures. How, how, how many times that you've gone through brokenness. It doesn't matter if he say, now is the time. That is the beginning of everything. You remember, you remember when, when Moses wanted to, you know, help his brothers. That's why he went and 
killed an Egyptian. He thought that was his time. But heaven was so silent. And in fact, these people started attacking Moses. That's why he went into the wilderness. But when God said, now is the time, there is no escape. I'll tell you, I, I, I just wanted to declare it some of you. If God is telling this is your time, believe me, even you can't escape from that. The time will, will capture you. And if you read the Bible, you know that how many excuses Moses is telling God. Tell me the proof. I, I, I don't know how to speak properly. Man, you've grown up there. You have good education. But he said, no, I'm not in a good mood today. <laughs> That's what exactly the reason is. The, the problem is not outside. The problem is inside because the 40 years of his, you know, that, that, that disappointment came out. That's why, you know, we have to understand sometimes when God's time is accurate, the enemy wanted to disappoint you. That's why that day you don't feel like to go for church. Whenever you are Simple, simple, you can understand simply. Who wanted to stop you to go to church? God or the enemy? Enemy. Why he wanted to stop you for going for a meeting? Because he knows that there is something, that exactly that day there is something is going to happen. So every time when you get a discouragement, that's a sign that maybe that is the day for your, uh, that will be your appointed day. If you can break that bondage, in your heart, you can get into the next level. Because if it is your time, and if I lost that moment, I don't know when is your time again in my life. 40 years I was in the wilderness. Now you are coming and telling me this is my time. Do you want to lose it? You waited 40 years for that one encounter from the Lord. In fact, you, you thought that God is not going to visit you anymore. You thought that, you know, you lost God because that's why you, you got married to a woman. They are fr not from the faith itself. Now your lifestyle is not in the path of God. And after 40 years, God is visiting you. And now you're telling, I'm not ready. God sent somebody, I'm not ready. Now, that is what we have to understand. When God decided something in your life, he will not ask your permission. Because he is God. And ex you read it in the Bible, what all the excuses Moses could you know, tell to God, he, he said. And God has, for every excuse, God has an answer also. He said, I don't know how to speak. Oh, you have a brother, right? Yeah. You take him also. If you try to argue with me, yeah, I know how to <laughs> counter-argue with you. If you ask me how they're going to believe, okay. Take your hand. Put it in your heart. What you're seeing? Leprosy. Uh, that's what exactly, you do, the <laughs> when you expose your heart, that is what. Because the miracles already in you. When the time of the Lord came. 
You don't need anybody to lay their hand on you and prophesy. It is, if it is your time, the miracles are there in your hand. The same hand he used 40 years to, to, to lead the sheep, now start performing the miracle. What do you have in your hand, Moses? He said, I have a rod, I have a stick. Put that. There was a miracle. Now the thing is, did that, that rod change? Did his hand change? No, nothing changed. But only one thing changed. That is the time. Because God said, now you come. I don't know. Some of you has to take that word. It is your time. You're not came here accidentally. There is a now word for you tonight. Because this is the word that, you know, Last, last week we discussed like, you know, when, God, when Moses went to the, near to the God, near to the, the, the burning bush, he said, take off your shoes. Because you are not standing in the mountain, you are standing in the holy ground. Nothing changed. No physical changes. But the spiritual dimension he entered was a different and that is why, why that spiritual dimension was available for Moses that, that day? Because it was God's time. It didn't happen accidentally. It was the time of God. And that's where God said, now it's the time that I wanted to rescue them. Now even Moses can't, you know, believe it because... Who is going to believe that God is coming and telling you like God wanted to do a miracle. You prayed all the night. You fasted all the night. You went to all the meeting. And you are coming for a meeting uh, like a small meeting and telling God is going to do a miracle. It, it will take a courage to believe that. But whatever God is telling, it is true. So God said, now you go to them. Because earlier you wanted to help them. That's why you killed the Egyptian and you wanted to help your brothers. Now you go back to the Pharaoh, same fellow. I'm sending you back. But there is a difference now. Now you're, you're going as a stand one. The question they are going to ask you, who told you? Then tell my name. Because if that was not my time, then when you go there, you don't have a backup. But it is now my, it is my time. When you go to the Pharaoh, tell that I am telling him. Because I am sending you now. The confidence is not that what we are preaching. Who told us? Oh, you didn't get it. That's why, that's why sometimes we feel like the challenge uh, like, you know, if, if this is not going to happen, you come and tell me. Because we know who's, who said it. It's not about our words. Who spoke to us. Tonight also, there are, there are words, something, words that God is releasing. That you just, you just wait and see what God is going to do in your life. There are things going to be, you know, like, you know, God can take a U-turn. Give a U-turn in your life. So now the problem is. Oh, how God is working here is God choose a man and put his word into that man and told him, you go and release this word 
to the, the, the elders of the, the Israelites. Whenever you, if you read the Bible, some people are don't agree with that. Like, you know, why do you want to go to a man if you wanted to listen from the God? I'm, I'm so grateful to those people. If you can listen from God, you're always welcome. But there are times God used people in your life because God will put the word in them. Because, you know, you, what the, these people were doing is they were working. But what Moses was, do, was doing is he was standing with God in the mountain of God. Because none of these people could walk into the, the dimension where Moses was standing now. The problem is they are crying, but they are not in the place they can receive a word that will deliver them. That is what it is important that, you know, the words are not coming to the place where you are. You have to go to the mountain of God. You have to get into a certain places. When God is telling you have to remove certain things, you have to remove it. You have to separate yourself. You have to wait and you have to receive it. Come back and deliver to people. Thank you, Jesus. Now the problem, you know, even Moses was asking, this is, this is, this problem is ongoing issue. It's not going to, you know, uh, I don't think it is going to uh, solve soon. So he is asking like, if these people, if they don't believe me, because the question is, pastor, you can preach. That's okay. But how do I know God is speaking to me? How do I know God spoke to you? Because give me a proof that God is speaking to me. All of a sudden, Moses is coming and telling like, God said that God, God, you know, God wanted to take you out of the Egypt. And these people are like, who are you tell, to tell all those things? You're going crazy because you know what I'm going through. That was the challenge Moses had. He asked God, how do they believe me? Because I'm a man. What you're giving me is only a word. There is no proof. He said, my miracles will follow. Why certain testimonies in this house is to not to give you some finance. It is to prove that God is speaking. It's just a testimony. It's just a sign that the word is from the Lord. Still, tonight also, there will be miracles. But that miracles is not to exhort you. It is not to, you know, push you into heaven. No, it is to confirm that, wor that word is from the Lord. Because the human has the tendency, they will not accept others. Because it's a, it is started even in the Garden of Eden. I don't have time, but when... Okay, I'll just, I'll just say this much. When God created Eve, what was the response from Adam? She is my bone of my bone and flesh of my. What happened when they committed sin? What was, what was the response from Adam? No. God, the woman... You gave me in my life. She gave me. Wait, wait, wait. 
before you come before you broke your relationship with god what was your revelation about your wife you said you're born of bones flesh of see this nature started from falling in that glory now the revelation is different oh, all the unmarried people are laughing all the married people okay you can go home and laugh <laughs> so the, th the what i mean to say is now the most how god can moses can convince them now this is where we need to understand the we have to recognize who god has sent in your life if you if you read in the bible i don't have time i'm going to wind up if you read the bible you know joseph how these people went into the captivity of egypt we need to understand that story also because after abraham isaac jacob then it comes joseph but joseph had the same grace but his brothers could not accept him now his brothers sold him into the egypt in bible in in a word they traded him to egypt for few coins but they did not understand joseph was the sent one in their house so the sin the soul the traded the sent one the traded the 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 derby right that word from the debris the broken piece or the piece the the instrument that god sent into their family to bless them now they traded them into egypt that is how these people landed in captivity because when you trade your 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 things what god has given you for your promotion you are trading your destiny i don't know whether you got it it's okay to lose your uh, i'm not talking about because of anything sometimes we have to understand it's okay to lose even if you lose a hundred dollar you go to the meeting because when you trade with the meeting with a hundred dollar what happens is you're trading your destiny with a few dollars and tomorrow the for the same thing you have to go and beg with somebody now the trader joseph thought okay yeah it's an opportunity traded them after a certain time they didn't understand the time because the time was available for them now because joseph was with them when joseph went to egypt the the god's time also moved you understand that when joseph was with them the blessing of god was with them when they traded joseph into egypt the god's time moved into egypt now wherever joseph went god started blessing them because he walked in the right time of god now wherever he went the that 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 house become you know that's why it's important when a prophet move into your house sometimes that will be the beginning of a season
because only certain people carry the season in order to shift the season you have to be out of this season you're not getting what i mean to say there is a season in this earth and if you wanted to break that season you have to be in a different season and if that, that's what happened whenever god sent somebody that season changed in their life when the pro, when the prophet came to the widow that that's the the season in the land was a famine but the moment the prophet came that was not more a famine season in their house because the prophet is not living in the famine season he was living in a different season do you understand what i mean to say now they are so, they they're selling joseph that means they sold the opportunity they traded the opportunity now imagine he is in the egypt but wherever he goes god is with him and because of joseph or pharaoh potiphar he got blessed his family got blessed because when the moment joseph oh i wanted i i was getting these two words from the lord when i was meditating on it there are people who they trade their destiny there are people who remember this man paid a price to buy joseph and he didn't know that he was buying something so precious do you understand that's what even even we have to understand when you pay certain amount because he found that there is why did he choose joseph out of lord of slaves there is something special on joseph that he selected joseph and he was ready to pay the price but he was not knowing that what he is is buying is not just a slave that he is going to shift the season in that house and from that moment joseph entered into that house that atmosphere in that house is got changed whatever they go they are doing god started blessing now he understand he is no more a slave what i was paying is not for the slave what i was paying there is something much more now he positioned him as his personal assistant does he understand he deserve much so the problem is when god is sending somebody for your rescue are you going to trade them or are you going to buy them i'm oh my god if i get a joseph i'm ready to you know pay my entire salary and and then to keep him in my house i remember that that woman in the altar sumen the during the time of elisha elisha was a visiting prophet in their house but one day the woman said if i can keep the prophet in my home when he visit the blessing coming but if i can keep him in my home i can keep that blessing in my home exactly in that same room her her son got resurrected because she understood 
this man is special and because he is not coming with his name he is coming with the word from the lord now if i can keep him i have the word from the lord if i can hold on to him i have a deliverance if i can hold on to that i have a word from the lord if i have if i can hold on to that i have a miracle in my home and this is what exactly moses was asking you know how do i pr- prove them that i am i'm sent by the lord god said my miracles will prove that and tonight we how to understand how do we sticking on to your opportunity that god is giving you god is giving us it's not about a man it's about who send it's about you know how he speaks it's about whose word is released if you can is that okay can i take five, five more minutes i wanted to show you one more thing read exodus chapter 23 verse 20 to 24 okay this is a manner god is working it's a manner god is working god is speaking to moses now till god said you know you go and speak but god is telling moses yeah read that see i'm sending an angel before you to protect you on your journey and lead you safely to the place i have prepared for you now there is an appointed angel in the life of moses that nobody can see but this angel is going to lead moses to the prepared land to the promised land now the moses is following the instruction of that angel do you understand what i said read verse 21 so pay close attention to the angel yeah and obey his instruction do not rebel against him for he is my representative okay so now god is sending an angel as god's representative in moses life but this none of the israelites can see the angel now god said you have to obey his instruction because he is my representative in your life that means he is the sent one to help you to take you out of this captivity now you have to understand he is my representative he is not god but he is my representative you can't argue with him you can't fight with him because if you fight with him you're fighting against your destiny you can trade him you can't trade him because if you trade him you're trading his destiny your destiny because he is the one god has sent you to take you to a different direction but if you're careful to obey him following all my all not all his instruction all my instructions then i will be an enemy to your enemies think about there is a angel here is the moses moses is receiving the word from angel and the 
I'll tell you the how it is functioning. Angel is standing in front of God. And God is releasing that word to angel. Now the angel is releasing that word to Moses. Now Moses is releasing that word to the people. You understand that how God is working? It's a, it's a plan to rescue them. Because Moses has to be with the people every time. But angel has to be with God every time. Moses cannot replace the angel. And angel is bringing the word to Moses. Then Moses is replacing. Moses is. Now, angel in Moses' life is a representation of God in Moses' life. Moses in the Egypt, uh, in the Israelites, is the representation of God in their life. But it is okay for us to accept angel, but it is not easy to accept Moses. Come on, did you understand it? Because angel is a heavenly being. Moses is a human being. So when you say that human beings, all the flesh in us will start coming out. But that's why God said, you don't argue with him. Because even though he is an angel, he is my representation. Now, think about, imagine, you have to imagine that Moses is taking that word from angel to the people. Now, if people are fighting with Moses, they are fighting with the deliverance. They are fighting with the blessing. That's why sometimes we don't understand when we fight with people God has sent in your life. Actually, you're not fighting with them. They don't have anything to do in your life. You're fighting with the word they have to bring into your life. Now, you got an opportunity to sell Moses. Somebody is offering you, you know, a nice offering. That's what they have done in Joseph's life. Because who gave the dream to Joseph? It was God. Now, God, when Joseph said that, that was a representation that God has chosen for certain things above his brothers. But his brothers could not accept that. Through him, that, that family is going to be blessed. You know, we all are happy if God is using us to bless everybody. But it's very hard when to accept somebody if God is using over us. But this is the manner God used. From that time onwards, Ima imagine I took it from the New Testament where the angel came with the word from God to the broken, sh lost ship. Now, the angel is getting a word from the Lord coming and telling to Paul that none of you are going to lose their life. Now, Paul is standing and releasing that word to other people. Do you, do you understand the way that the communication happens? So now, if they, that's why when they wanted to kill all the prisoners, including uh, Paul, the centurion, the chief commander said no. Because he understood the 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 plan is, the heaven's plan is coming through Joseph, uh, sorry, Paul. So if they kill Paul, actually they are killing themselves. This is where we have to be careful. We have to understand how God is working in our life. 